What up guys? All right, today I'm going to be sitting and talking with my husband about something that is now deemed super controversial, but we're going to dive into it anyway because it's something that I've actually had to face in my life and I think it is that important. Do men actually want independent women? Let's get after it. All right, let's do it. I've spent the majority of my 20s working hard to build my career and haven't spent much time dating. I'm now in a place where I want a relationship, but I worry my success is intimidating the men I'm dating. As a female, do you think that kind of success and independence is a deterrent? And if so, how should I approach dating? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I'm, I'm so curious in like your perspective. Oh, I've got it for you. Yeah. I'm going to start with deal with the world the way that it is not the way that you wish it were. Now, on a long timeline, things change and all of that. And I think that over time, I actually don't know. So let me give you my stance and then I'll, I'll sort of walk you through. Uh, you, it, whoa, it's gonna be interesting for you to hear me say this out loud because I've never said it like this. I married a housewife and I ended up with an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And I love that you don't bat an eyelash. I mean, it's so, yeah. But you didn't think of yourself as a housewife at that point. And I didn't even think to think of you as, even though I actually wanted you to be more ambitious in the beginning and I found that really cool, I didn't know what that would become. And that's probably good because that transition ended up being very hard. So um, there is a reality to be faced. When they were casting Michael J. Fox, for, there's a whole long story, but they ended up casting the woman first and then for, what? for the, Back to the Future. Yeah. And then uh, they had originally cast Eric Stoltz and then they ended up replacing him with Michael J. Fox. When they brought Michael J. Fox in, they ended up letting the woman go and recast her because they went around to everybody on set and to the women on set and said, do you think it's a problem that the girl is taller than the guy. And the women said, there's no universe in which a junior or senior in high school would date a guy that's shorter than her. Now, the financial success is like the new height. And there are some people, they just can't do it. A guy, some guys will not be okay, whether they should be or not, to me is irrelevant. Deal with the world the way that it is, not the way you wish it were. There are some guys that are gonna have a problem with that. So your dating pool shrinks to the guys that either are more successful than you. So the more successful they become, it's like becoming taller. And so now that if you're going after, you know, if a guy is going after women that need them to be taller, as they get shorter, their pool dates, doesn't make them a worse person, but it does mean that the dating pool gets smaller mm -hmm. for people that are okay. As women's income goes up and they become more successful, their dating pool shrinks of the number of guys that are gonna be okay with that, partly because of historical dynamics, uh, partly because of cultural influence, and partly, I'm gonna guess, because of just drivers that guys have from an evolutionary standpoint to um, want to lead is probably the right word. Thems are just, I'm just calling the facts. I'm not saying whether they should be or shouldn't be, just is. Yeah, and that's, a, 
I love that you started there because that's so important, right? That this is, whether you like it or not, this is the situation. And then it goes, what are you willing to accept? And the thing that we say in business and in partnership, there's a cost of doing business with anyone. And does that cost actually um, outweigh what you're getting. So when it comes to a partner, there's going to be something about your partner you don't like. There's gonna be something that doesn't jive with you. There's gonna be something where you butt heads. And then what is that thing that you're willing to accept? Um, And so in that situation, if you find someone and they are feeling, um, it comes from massive insecurity, if I'm gonna say, like I just really. interesting. It isn't just that. It's not? It's not just that. You don't think that somebody who um, finds it intimidating to be with a woman that is making more money than them, that is in a high position than them, that is 100% comes from an insecurity. God, this is gonna be interesting. We're gonna need a long time for this. I wanna be very clear, I'm thinking out loud, and I hope everyone will give me the grace to think out loud and to explore this subject. I'm not telling people how to live their lives. But I will say this, I love that I am bigger and stronger than you. Mm-hmm. And that gives me something. Right. It isn't insecurity because there are women that are stronger than me and there are a lot of guys stronger than me. But you're not married to them. Correct. But what I'm saying is it isn't insecurity that makes me have a type preference. It is just that I have a type preference. When I was asked, when I was eight, let me finish the thought. When I was 18 years old, I was asked what my dream girl was like. Mm -hmm. You know this story already, but I said, they will be short. They will be, uh, they'll have an accent. They'll speak a foreign language, but they'll understand my humor perfectly. Now I could not, it didn't even cross my mind that there were people that spoke English and had an accent because I was so into the idea that they would speak a foreign language, which you do. So they're, they're just things. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I said, and uh, she will either sing or draw. Yeah, but that's... Hold on, you gotta let me like encapsulate this whole idea. So that's a type. Mm-hmm. There are things in that that I'm getting some feedback. It isn't just that, oh, I have picked the things that make me feel secure about myself. I have picked things that for whatever reason I'm into. Maybe it's evolution, maybe it's the way that I was brought up, growing up in Tacoma, Washington, not only am I in America, which is a young country, I'm on the like West Coast and the like Northwest Coast. It's like one of the youngest parts in the nation, so maybe that's why I wanted somebody that was, had an accent, because it was worldly, I don't know. I'm just saying those aren't, I didn't sculpt that picture in my mind out of insecurity. They're just things that I'm into. And so now while I, once you say the word they're intimidated, then you're getting into insecurity. The idea I'm trying to put out is she's using the word intimidated as a blanket for something that isn't just that. So if the thing that I want to bring to the table is, hey, I'm really into business. And so I want somebody who's like, wow, you carry a lot of weight, that's amazing. And maybe I don't wanna carry as much weight in the parenting side. And so I value a woman that's like just way into being a parent. So now I'm like, that's the dichotomy that I want. It's not insecurity. It isn't that, oh, I'm afraid that they'll make more money than me. There are plenty of women. I make a lot of money. And there are plenty of women that make a lot more money than me. So that doesn't bother me. But when you get into a dynamic, then it's like, 
I need to be strong in something. So what area of the relationship am I going to carry the weight? And yes, then we get into this dance of like, what is the thing that I want to be better at? What is the thing that you want to be better at? And this was a really powerful realization for me early in our relationship that it didn't make sense for you to want to be in a relationship where you were worse than me than every, at everything. And I thought you would. I thought you would only find me sexually attractive if I was better than you at everything. And so then I was like, okay, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. That's dumb. There are going to be things where we need to both acknowledge this thing is valuable in our marriage and you're better. And so people need to be very careful. Some guys will react negatively to this out of insecurity. And it's just plain, ugly insecurity. Other guys are going to react negatively because that's the value they want to bring to the relationship. And so it becomes sexual dimorphism where it's like, not only in this relationship, do I like being bigger and stronger? That, that's a thing for me, whether it should be or not. Okay. I want everyone to let go of whether it should be or not. I find like that makes me feel good. Feel good is an angle that people need to look at instead of just writing everything off as insecurity. And I actually, and thank you for breaking that down. I completely agree, but I think that there's a little part that for me, there's a bit of a disconnect. So the art, the, the language, the accent, the humor, I get all of that. That is 100% a preference. But when I think about business, when I think about money, my mind does straight go to, it, it feels like, and it seems like it's a power play. People or a partner may not be comfortable in me as a female or on this side of it having as much independence, as much power to not necessarily rely on them. Because that, and I understand, like for my dad, who's- can I, can I give you, that's only stressful. What's only stressful? I'm thinking through an idea. Right. I have, this is not something I've thought a lot about. Sure. I need to be very careful with that. When you say that, I'm like, no, that like, because when you went through the transition from housewife to entrepreneur, mm -hmm. it had zero percent to do with me being like, oh, wow, I'm insecure about her becoming powerful. Oh, wow. I don't have control in the relationship. I don't think you would like every normal guy. Though, yes, and that's... but the fact that I went through it tells you there's another element here and nobody is talking about it. Everybody mm. thinks it's insecurity. Mm. And if you know, mm. you know me and I'm telling you, I struggled with that transition and it had nothing to do with insecurity. And by the way, we now exist in a world mm. where you are a formidable entrepreneur and I can tell you what I had to do to like figure that dynamic out. And it is very different than getting like secure in myself. It wasn't that. It wasn't me having to go, no, I'm still better than her. No, I still have power in these ways. It was entirely me going, hey, there's a different dynamic here from a sexual perspective and I have to find my footing with that. And maybe we're saying the same thing, but this is actually really interesting. But I don't I, think we are. Because I don't think of you as being insecure. So that's, but that's why I think though, for you, it was actually something that you could work through. And I don't know if, because there's two different elements here. There's one, if you start dating and if you're already a successful independent person, that's actually a very different situation that this question than when me and you came from where I came in as a supportive wife and then I transitioned. So, but I think that if I was just meeting someone new, so in fact, let me back up. I don't think of you as having an insecurity in this area. So 
while it was something that you had to work through, I think that you could work through it because it wasn't necessarily a ding on you. It wasn't a, this means that you're not- I will give you that. It's not solving the problem the way you think it's solving the problem for the person who's asked this question. So I think though that, okay, so let's just even say date number one, I would be like, this is me. Even if there was everything amazing about them and they were just, no, I don't want to say insecure, whatever word you want no, to no, use. No, no, I no. I, can, can we spend, I think this video will go down in history as a contribution to the relationship between the sexes if we can get a couple things right. Yes. The first is, do we agree or disagree that some percentage of the shrinking of the dating pool for her is due to uh, insecurity? And some- Her insecurity? No, 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 his. Yes. So some of the reason that she is saying like, hey, I, th I think some of these guys are finding it intimidating is because some of the guys really do find it intimidating. Correct. And they are finding it intimidating out of insecurity. Correct. Now, do we agree that some percentage of them are not insecure and they're just not into it? Yes. Okay. That's actually so simply put, which is beautiful. Yes. Amazing. So now what we have to do is figure out and maybe the percentage isn't super important, but I worry that people, I worry that women specifically are going to continue to struggle with this because they're going to write it off as, oh, it's 95% insecurity and there's only 5% people like Tom. And I'm telling you, it isn't mm. true. And I think it is wise to move through the world just for rough numbers to assume it's 50-50. Now, once you assume it's 50-50 mm -hmm. and some guys are insecure, then if you really wanna play an advanced math game, you will ask, why does it make them insecure? Part of it is gonna be some people are clinging on to the bottom rung, but honestly, at that point, you just find the people with the most differential, right? So it's, okay, I'm only, just to take business, I'm this good at business, right? I'm in the bottom 10th percentile. Well then find somebody that's in the bottom one percentile. The only thing that matters is the relative difference. You don't need to be in the top you know, 90th percentile and find somebody in the bottom one. You just want a 10X difference, let's say. Mm -hmm. So that, like, that shifts up and down the spectrum no matter what you do. I don't want this to get too esoteric. There are these two things competing. If you're insecure, you simply need to find somebody who's lower than you. If it's the other part, now you get into a way different dynamic of doing the calculus. So I will say that for this video, we can, I guess, address both. We can talk about like what, what to do if the guy is insecure. Don't date them. Easy. I'm perfectly happy I with that. I literally like it, it won't be easy, but yeah, to me it's, if, if it's day one, I don't wanna have to deal with a new person's insecurities. I've Word. got my own freaking insecurities Filtering to deal with. Filtering mechanism. So yeah. By all means, keep going. I was just giving a word oh, to oh, what you're saying. Thank you. Um, just so, yeah. So I would just be like, okay, date one, does this, do they get intimidated by my wealth and my success? Yes or no. If they, if they do, cool. Sorry. You've got to, with utter compassion, you clearly have insecurities that you need to work through or find someone that isn't actually successful or wealthy as me. And that's totally fine. But for me, I would draw a line in the sand somewhat of being like, I'm not interested in dealing with anyone that has insecurities in this area. Because again, that's just, that's a lot of work to embrace someone that you already know from a first date. Word, I think having a filtering mechanism is incredibly powerful. 
Um, and that now we get into deal with the world the way that it I'm is. I'm like getting all cozy. No, I mean this is so yeah. interesting to me. Um, and I think it is a far wiser way to move through life, not to be judgmental or to moralize mm. against other people, but just be like, okay, this is a thing. And so how do I, knowing that I'm going to use it as a filtering mechanism, how do I avoid a bunch of wasted first dates? Like if, if I were going to do online dating, like how are the ways that I would signal so that people don't even reach out to me if that's their thing, right? Um, so having to navigate that, figure that out. All right. So insecurity is... And just to be clear, sorry, I just no, want please. to add that I absolutely agree. It's like... Have, have compassion for the people that have the insecurity. It's not like, well, F you. Um, but it's just, it wouldn't be something that I would get into a relationship. Yeah, and we don't, I mean, without being harsh, we don't owe somebody making ourselves available to them when they have something they have to work through. Mm -hmm. The insecurity is a them thing. It's not a you thing. So God forbid I die, but you will put yourself, you will instantly be in a narrow range because of your success. Well, we've even spoken about this. Not to kind of, I mean, it's not really derailing. It really is this because that's been part of like, I've I've sadly had, you know, think thought about it just because I'm always thinking about the worst case scenarios. Um, and I've thought about it and I'm like, well, initially I was like, I just won't tell people. Like literally, I will lie about what well, I why? do and it's how much money. It's a filtering mechanism. And the funny thing is, but that was when I first started and now I'm just like, but why would I? Um, You're just going to waste your time. Yeah. But the thing is, is because I don't, defined who I am as a human by how much money I have and how much success. So Rightly I think that's so. Why. And I don't want other people to judge me. And I think that's why but they're I going went... to. But I think, yeah, you're right. Guys are judged by their height and access to resources. It's the fucking way that mm. it is. Women are judged for beauty and youth. It's the way that it is. Now, once you individualize, you can have an amazing connection, right? You could have an amazing connection with a woman who is older, who doesn't have youthful beauty, of course. But when you start looking at the data, it's just real fucking clear. So that's one of those, I mean, just is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. um, John Stewart recently relaunched a show and I totally empathized with him. So when he left, he had, you know, dark, I don't know how long ago he left, like 10 years or something. He has dark hair, he looks much younger, and now he's doing a new show and he's older and he's got gray hair. And so his ad was, what am I doing in a visual medium? I look so much older. And I just thought, yeah, that's a real thing. Like I fully understand doing something where I'm on camera and that's a part of my business proposition. It's like age is a thing, right? Mm -hmm. So, but I'm not gonna go around with a campaign. Nobody should judge me because I'm older. I just know you better fucking over deliver on the value so that people will look past the fact that you're older. It's just cultural vitality is always with the young. If you own your own business, when an employee leaves your company, whether on good terms or bad, it can feel, I hate to say it, but it actually can feel personal, like you and you alone are the one to blame. And it actually may even trigger you to lock down your business, not open yourself up and not actually risk trying anyone else. Like you actually would your heart after a bad breakup and avoid looking for that new partner altogether. Well, let's face it, sometimes we can do that with hires as well. And trust me, guys, I've been there. I get the thought of bringing in a new stranger into your business actually fills your heart with more anxiety than it does love and joy. But when you post your jobs on LinkedIn, you can actually feel the confidence that you will find the right person for the right job fast because LinkedIn isn't actually just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion 
billion with a B professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Because guys, it gives you access to professionals that you actually can't find anywhere else. And so LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive, which then makes hiring with confidence easy when you have that many quality candidates. And it's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get qualified candidates within 24 hours. So post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash Lisa. That's linkedin.com slash Lisa to post your job for utterly free. And of course, terms and conditions always apply. As an entrepreneur, one of the biggest challenges you will face is the negative voice in your head. You know who I'm talking about? That may be not so small part of you that loudly doubts your abilities to actually pull the things off and make a living from your passion project. But you've got to overcome that negative voice in your head, homie, because I'm telling you, you can do it especially if you use Shopify. Now, Shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From launching your business to hitting a million dollars, Shopify has got you completely covered. And with all the built-in Magic AI award-winning customer service and the internet's best converting checkout, you have everything you need to shut down the voice of doubt and make all your amazing business dreams a reality. That's exactly why, guys, I love Shopify. So if you want to start growing your business with more customers and sales, shut that negative voice down and prove her wrong that you can do it, Shopify is here for you. So go and sign up for just $1 a month with your trial period at shopify.com slash Lisa, all lowercase. Again, guys, you can go to shopify.com slash Lisa right now to grow your business, no matter where you are and what stage it's in. That's shopify.com slash Lisa. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So anyway, I'm just saying there are things in life you can waste a lot of fucking time fighting against, or you can say, okay, that's a thing, and now I'm going to address my strategy based on that thing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm to bring it all back around to this dichotomy. There are two things that a successful woman is facing. Again, it just is what it is. Oh God, we could really open a can of worms. I'll finish this thought, and then hopefully I can bring it back around. So you've got the way that things are, Part number one, some people are just insecure. Part number two is some people just aren't into it. Those are the two things. And then the other part is once you then say to the world, Tom's crazy, you need to rail against things in society that are wrong. You need to shape society. In fact, isn't Tom trying to sway culture? So, and you could take that whole approach. The question is what kind of traits do you develop in a man who isn't trying to toughen up, be a protector, lead in the acquisition of resources. I don't know. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's worse. 
God, it's it's so so. I literally just watched this episode of Sex in the City like two days ago, where she's dating Guy Burger. Yeah, she gets her like her book deal, and she gets like an advance from France, and so she's like, "Oh my God, twenty five thousand dollars! I'm so freaking excited!" And he happened to that same day get um, let go from his publisher, and you literally see the relationship derail. You see his insecurities come up, and so really thinking about that, and really thinking about where me and you were, where I made the transition. One of the very first things that you said to me is babe I just want to see you shine I just like I don't care what that how that reflects of where I am I just want to see you do well I just want to see you shine and that type of idea and um I was gonna say security but that type of person that type of personality why are you worried about saying security because I get what you're saying about the fact that it's not always just insecurity right which is great so, so... but even though so I mean then the mix right is that you were attracted to the fact that I would, I take care of you and I make sure that everything is okay and having to change that. Oh God, can I really put a fine point on that? I think it matters. What? The, the thing you're calling that I'm attracted to that you do these things to me. It isn't that. I was attracted to the differential. I was attracted to the oh. fact that I was carrying weight in the relationship. That there was this thing that mattered. Like there's a hundred things in a relationship that matter. Like for instance, you are way better at knowing when the relationship, we're not paying enough attention to it. And so you bring us back. That really matters to me. Like it, when I think about, I have the chills right now. When I think about my marriage is my highest priority and you're the one that's good at making sure it's healthy and that I know I would let that bar mm. like get too low. It's like the person that, yeah, I'm sick, but like I'm not in the hospital yet. And then it's fucking dangerous and it's too late. Now there's a real problem. So given that it's my highest priority and the fact that you're very good at reading that and you're very good at making sure that we stay on track, I value that tremendously. Now, the part of my personality that makes me good at business is the very thing that pulls me away from making sure that the relationship is where it needs to be in this marriage, you have allowed me to outsource that to you. So now I can do the business. And there are things, I think if you're being honest, that you outsource to me on the business mm -hmm. so that you can focus on other things, whether it's our relationship, the family, whatever. And we both go, ooh, I like that. I like that I do this thing and I like that I'm better at this. I like that I'm better at this. And I want people to understand, we all want to be better at something. There are th I, I like that you're better at legal contracts than I am. I like that. I hate I that I'm better that. at legal contracts. It makes I my life easier. Contracts. No, for sure. And actually, I'm joking. Anything where I'm like, ooh, I carry this weight, even though I hate, hate legal contracts, I like that I'm better. I like that you can look at me and be like, I don't even have to think about it. And so I love that I've created the space for you to not have to deal with it. And that's exactly what I think about when I'm spending time on something I hate is, hey, I'm carrying this weight for her, for the family. It's the differential. It's being good at something that you're not good at. It's you being good at something I'm not good at. That's what people like. I love that. But also, as you were talking, there was one other thing. And I know, like, because this is actually really important. So if, you, if you're cool, we'll like, just keep on going down. So I had a group of friends, all female. I'm not going to reveal anyone's sure. name, but it was such a fascinating conversation because we were talking about dating and guys and things like that. And a lot of my friends are very successful and they were very open about some of the problems. And what's fascinating is, is that some now are having an issue where guys are actually quote unquote trained to allow the female to be as an equal or even like ahead. And now they actually, they won't pay the bill 
for like they go out for dinner That's what I'm saying. and they're like oh so it's um dutch what, what traits of, do you get and some of my female friends want the guy to pay and it's not that they can't afford it they're freaking successful as hell and i want but, to point out that some of these people are young so this isn't just an age thing correct so there is, as, is actually something very interesting in what we're talking about, and even with this question of, as an individual, if you're looking to date someone, you need to be careful of, and not even be careful, actually admit to yourself what you're looking for in a partner and Preach, be honest honey. with that. Preach. Because what one of my friends did, which was so beautiful, is she, she has her own bank account. She has her own success. She's been dating this guy. So she's like, it's not that I need him to pay for it, but this is actually something that is meaningful to me. I want a relationship where a guy can pay for dinner, but I don't want him to buy me clothes. I don't want him to take me shopping. I can buy my own shit. So she so goes on this date and the guy doesn't turn around to pay. To pay. And so she just turns around and is like, look, just so you know, I'm the type of woman that blah, blah, blah. And he's like, thank you for telling me. He's like, because I've been on so many dates with women where they get offended if I try to pay. Yeah. And I found that so eye-opening and such a beautiful, honest thing of saying, actually, while us women find ourselves in a situation where it's difficult because we want to be our own person, we want to be independent, we want to be our own wealth creators, and yet we still want this. And we can say that out loud. And I want to make sure that guys or the other side of things can also say out loud, I'm freaking finding this difficult because I date this one person that wants me to be the breadwinner. I'm dating this other person that's like, that's just got offended because I've offered to pay. So now they are in a tough situation where they don't know what to actually do. And that's actually very important as well to address and acknowledge. Yeah, this is a very big topic and I have not started looking at it because I am very grateful to be in a position where it doesn't matter uh, in my life. But there are very interesting things happening now for guys where it the world is just more confusing and now they have to find a whole new way to relate and figure things out, which is fine. Like changes, cultures always change. It truly is the only constant. So. I don't need things to stay the same or be the old way, whatever. I'm just saying, as you said at the beginning of the episode, recognizing that in that period of change, it's like things get weird, confusing, bizarre, whatever, and people don't know how to navigate it well. And in our relationship, we've always said, set the other person up for success. And you know, I think that people should very much avoid, for their own reasons, avoid moralizing or saying this is how people should be mm -hmm. and help people um, move to where is mutually better. And then I'll add to not feel shame or guilt for wanting something. So Preach. if you actually want someone that is, as a female, if you want someone that is going to be the breadwinner, you want someone... like I Or you want to be the breadwinner. I literally, so that Do was your gonna, thing. But that was going to be my second part of like... But that's also just own. I actually want this. This is important to me. This is what I'm looking for. And don't let other people judge you or put guilt or shame onto you. You know, it's like I'm sure so many people would freaking have a heart attack that we have joint bank accounts. Like, no, I don't have anything separate from you. Everything's joint. That works for us. I'm not saying everyone should do it. I can actually understand why people don't do it, but that works for us. And, and we didn't do that in the beginning. We didn't do that at the beginning. So a lot of this sort of thing becomes a what is best for you, what works for you, and then not feeling shame or embarrassment or guilt in just saying, this is what I'm looking for in a partner. And then the one thing that I, it hit me so hard, and this was one of those beautiful moments, my girl Oprah, 
Just her and Stedman, when I was a stay-at-home wife and I would watch her and Stedman would be there and you could see that she, um, she admired him, she respected him. But let's face it, I'm sure Oprah's earning a shit ton more money than him, but it didn't seem to ever, at least from the outside, you never know what's going on behind closed sure, doors sure, for sure. sure, but it never seemed like her success was a problem. And I think a big part probably is because of both of them the, and their characters and their securities or their communication in who they are and what they're looking for. Can I make you a guarantee? Yeah. He's better at something than she is. Yeah. And she's better at something than he is. And mm -hmm. the two of them feel good about the things that they're each better at. And that's and that so important. Feeling good about the other person actually being better then you add thing. some things. Yeah. That's the balance. Mm -hmm. And so it is, it just is the way that things are. And once people go, okay, word, like, so it's very interesting to me, and I'll put a nice um, controversial capstone to a controversial conversation. I never really thought about the differences between men and women growing up. It just seems self-evident that, you know, we were different and that was that. And it's only been now as people are like, no, what do you mean? There's no difference that I'm like, the world is a, a bizarre place when you think, no, we're exactly the same. All of a sudden, your behaviors don't make any sense to me. If you and I are the same and you're looking at the world the same way I do, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, this is crazy town. But once I realized, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, she is just, evolution has shaped her to see things from a different angle and that angle is valuable. So now I'm like, word, she's gonna see this different than me. She like comes at this from a totally different angle and I need that angle. And I, I think I've talked about this before, but maybe not. Before you stepped into the, the entrepreneur role, I burst into tears one day and I burst into tears because I don't even remember what it was, but something amazing had happened and I was getting a ton of credit in the world for like all the things that I had done. Let's, I don't think it was this, but let's just say the first time I ended up on the cover of a magazine, right? And it's like, oh my God, like this is crazy. And I burst into tears because I said, the world is never going to understand. I wouldn't be who I am if you hadn't shaped me. And I will let the person remain nameless, but I had someone on the show, very smart, very accomplished woman. And I was saying, you know, it's so crazy to me that when I think about the dynamic between men and women, it's like my wife used to work through me. <laughs> Until she became her own entrepreneur, she worked through me and she made me better and she pushed me and she held me accountable. And it was, I really valued that dynamic. And this woman, we were off camera and she threw out, again, this is a very successful woman. And she threw off, oh yeah, most women would prefer to let the man lead and work through them, but you can't say that out loud anymore. And I was like, whoa. Because honestly, while not universally true in any way, shape, or form, there's a lot of that. Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, please. I just, that, and that's, that's why I really want to pinpoint here. It's like the world is changing, but at the same time, like, I love the way the world's changing in the sense that women can go and be their own entrepreneurs. They can they build freaking billion dollar want. companies. They can, exactly. They can live the life now that maybe was way freaking harder back in the day. So I love that. But 
in that journey, there seems to also have been a um, change in discussion about the woman who wants to stay home. And you know me, babe, this is what I've written about in my book as well, that we just have to fucking stop judging each other. Would that other. be radical confidence? It would be radical confidence. Coming soon Coming to a store soon. near you? <laughs> yeah. But it, like, it was that thing where I'm like, I never, I will stop what I'm doing if me speaking up about having freedom, about breaking the um, the velvet handcuffs that I call about my belief system that I was going to be a wife and, you know, a mother. Like, we have to stop. In fact, I will stop what I'm doing right today if me speaking up about that now makes stay-at-home wives or stay-at-home mothers feel badly about themselves. Because if you want to have a partner that is out and working and bringing home the, the money, and if you want to stay at home with your children, like, I don't, there cannot be, a, I don't want to live in a world where they start to feel badly now because now women are feeling free to go into business. And the same when it comes to what we're talking about in relationships. I, I don't want the fact that women can be wealth creators and not have to rely on a guy to then mean that if you want to rely on somebody else to bring home, that now you are um, unworthy or now you're holding society back. That's the thing. Like, no, like... They, they what do you want to be good at? What do you want to be better at in the relationship? Mm. Once people get real comfortable with what makes a partnership work is that, in fact, there, there is a business phrase that goes like this. If you and your partner think the same, one of you is irrelevant. So it's like if you and your partner are both doing the same things, you're good at the same things, like well, what are you doing? A partnership should be that you're good at some things, I'm good at others. Of course, there's going to be some overlap. But that there are things that you're drawn to that you want to do uh, that I don't want to do or that I'm not naturally inclined towards, whatever. And you come together and that's where the sum of those two people become greater than either of the two people alone because you can help each other. Mm. And that cooperation between people is what leads to, I think, really, really extraordinary outcomes. But like you said, there's now the, the pendulum has is swinging I think too far in the opposite direction where my favorite story on this is when you were at the buffet and you told a woman who asked you what you do, you told her and she was like, oh, I'm just a mother. And you were like, whoa, hold on, like stop the presses. By the way, I've taken up thanking parents for their service. And I mean that totally, I don't, not tongue in cheek at all. It's like, we've decided not to have kids, but thank God that there are other amazing people that are having kids. Otherwise we're all screwed. It's, you know, whatever the, um, Last Man or with the Clive Owen movie, I'm forgetting now, but about where no, no new babies are being born and the world's in total chaos as it would be. Uh, so yeah, that like making sure that people understand what life do you want to live? Don't judge yourself and live that life. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else? Oh, I've got so much more to say. But I'm just <laughs> yeah, it's uh, whew. An amazing topic. I'm really grateful for that. So to uh, the person who submitted that question, thank you very much. To all of you that stayed this long, hopefully you didn't stay out of rage. Hopefully very few are rage watching right now. We appreciate it very much. And speaking of things that we really appreciate, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And until next time, my friends, build a beautiful relationship. Take care. Peace.
If you're fed up of people constantly pushing you around, ignoring your boundaries and just disrespecting you left, right and centre, then it's time to finally stop letting people walk all over you and start actually standing up for yourself, my homie. Because trust me, I've been there staying silent and living a life I never actually wanted for myself, but lacked the confidence to do anything about it. But I was able to go from someone who settled and lacked all the confidence in herself to someone who comfortably commands respect. And guys, and my homie, even with the fears, the doubts, and uncertainty, you can finally go after what you freaking want in life, set boundaries, speak up, show up, fight imposter syndrome, and stop people-pleasing. And I break down how to actually do this step-by-step in my book, Radical Confidence. And when you pre-order your copy of Radical Confidence right now today, guys, you can get a free gift valued at $171, which includes my ultimate guide to Radical Confidence, which is a workbook that you actually can work through as you're reading my book. Three months ad-free listening to Women of Impact on podcast and one hour exclusive relationship coaching sessions with me and my hubby of 21 years, Tom. So my homie, if you go and pre-order this book right now, you get all of those things for utterly free, which has been valued at $171. So go over to RadicalConfidence.com to pre-order your copy right now. That's RadicalConfidence.com. See you there, my homie. Let's freaking go.